0: Welcome to the Inquisitive Tourist. My name is Nate Ralph, and thank you for joining me once again. For those of you already listening, I'd love to welcome you back, and if you've just started, welcome to an ever-growing community of listeners. The Inquisitive Tourist is now in 36 countries and counting. The Dominican Republic has featured a fair bit already in the episode so far, with some of the guests having Dominican roots. Dominican Republic is a popular destination for paradise seekers worldwide. Some people go there for humanitarian work, and others go there seeking a cheaper lifestyle with all the trimmings one can expect from the island life. My guest today is a local Dominican with expertise in helping foreigners relocate to the beautiful, paradisaic island of Dominican Republic. His name is Julio Diaz. Julio, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much, my friend. Uh, I'm excited to be here with you today. and. Thank you for this opportunity, for real. I really appreciate your time.
0: I appreciate you, man. And uh, we met many years ago, and I'm really excited for this opportunity to talk because I, I have a continual love affair with the Dominican Republic, and I know that many of my listeners uh, have been there or, or want to go there because it's, it's such an incredible place. Julio, whereabouts in the DR are you based?
1: I live in Santiago. That would be the center of the city. Uh, we are close to the north, close to the south. And we are like in between of the island. We actually have uh, the second biggest airport in the island. So it's a main destination for people to come and see our culture.
0: So many people who fly into the island, they come to Santiago? Is that one of the main places to land?
1: Correct. This is the second city of the island. And it has availability of roads. So you can go, for example, to the border with haiti you can go to the north and it's very close to the main places of of the island for example productions the food is made i mean the the agricultural areas are around this area so many uh people that do business they connect with the with santiago with the city
0: fantastic so were you like born and raised in santiago or, or was that somewhere else man
1: Correct. I I was born here in Santiago for since 1981, and this is my main place. I've been around so many places, but I love my city.
0: So, like most of your life, you live, you have lived in Santiago. You haven't sort of spent many years living elsewhere, Santo Domingo or somewhere else.
1: No, only in Santiago. I was born in in in, in Clinicas Corominas is one of back in the days, but one was one of the biggest ones. But I never travel, I mean, living outside of Santiago.
0: Awesome, man. Only Fantastic. So, Julio, what is it you do for work? What's your business?
1: I consider myself a salesperson. So I have a few services business. For example, I do real estate. I do security systems. And at the same time, I have a renovations company. For example, if you want like uh, to build a house or to promote your house, or in that case, to to add some automations, automations like the door, the gauge door, the cameras, the alarm. Those are my main basics uh, business. And at the same time, on top of that, I have a, a tourist company. Mm-hmm. It is it is called Do What Locals Do. So I allow people to come so they can be in the island, travel in the island, and, and know the culture as a local, not as a tourist. Our our subject is why be a tourist when you can be a local?
0: Mm, mm, I like that. I like that a lot. So like how long have these businesses been going on for? Uh, since
1: 2012. 2006 and the latest one the the tourist the tourist one is is been working since 2013 14
0: i love it it's it's interesting because obviously the podcast is entitled the inquisitive tourist so you know again it carries the thought of of someone that doesn't just go on on holiday to have a a so-called vacation by the beach uh, like uh, many typical tourists but someone who's inquisitive as a tourist you know like you said they want to do what the locals do they want to they want to learn about the people uh, what they do for work uh, eat what the locals eat and so on and it sounds like your business is is ideal for that so again for for all the listeners uh just to let you know that we're going to do multiple podcasts with uh, julio over the the course of the next few uh weeks and months and uh it's going to be great because he's a great uh, point of contact in the island of Dominican Republic. And um, he's going to give us huge amounts of advice. So yeah, Julio, it's going to be awesome uh, to to talk more about uh, your businesses, even real estate, because again, we're going to come onto that in another podcast where we can focus a bit more on opportunity to invest in the island. Um, but for now, we'll obviously focus on, you know, visiting uh, the DR uh, as a foreigner uh, and, and maybe relocating there as well. So I mean, all this expertise, how, how did you sort of, you said you consider yourself a salesperson, Julio, but like, how did you, um, <laughs> why is it that you've got that that tendency? Uh, were you sort of born with it or you just sort of, after school, you got into that yourself? How did it work?
1: I think it's on my heritage. My mom is not Dominican, she's Colombian. So when she came from Colombian back in the days, in the 70s, she always uh, put put herself in businesses that normal people around were not doing it. So I grew up watching her, uh, selling so many type of services. So I grew up with that. And with the time, I figured out that in a local area, uh, services are important. So Santiago as a city is growing up. So there's buildings around right now growing up the city has a huge impact on the real estate market mm. so i say i'd say myself well let's let's do some service to the engineers that they can uh, with me do a few things not picking up different guys for the for the job to be done mm. so i i figured out that that was the best thing to do and i started building one brand next to the ne- next one so i think because of my family backgrounds I grew up seeing my dad too, uh, being a salesperson back in the days in, a, in the agricultural area. So knowing that the city needs those services and being myself in a situation where, where I see my dad and my mom doing their businesses, I grew up with that. And I say, well, I think this is the best thing to do. And I started doing it, as I mentioned, like since 2006, so far from now. And it's been a great journey because I have, let me tell you, I have more than 400 customers satisfied. 400? Yes. That's a huge, in,
0: in, huge amount. In different,
1: I know. In, in different services, people know me already. So customers right now are coming mouth to mouth. People talk to me about my services and they just call me and, I'm
0: always on the go, everyday basics. Man, busy, busy guy. <laughs> but I, I like that. I like that because those who are busy, usually it's, it's for a good reason. So, I mean, with all this wealth of experience, we're going to have some great podcasts. But getting back to obviously the, the focus of this episode, uh, Julio, you know, about sort of foreigners who are wanting to relocate uh, and 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 live more permanently in, you know, your beautiful island of Dominican Republic, you know, be it permanently or for a good amount of time. Let's talk some basics. So, First of all, how, how much can someone expect to pay on rent?
1: You know what happens when, when people come? They think it's a bit expensive, but when you come as a local and you get the right, uh, the right counsel, then you're going to realize what it's all about from an inside uh, part of as a Dominican. Mm. Everyday basics you will be paying, for example, if you want to have your basics, for a month for example you can make it with less than 150 for for 3 persons i mean you go to the supermarket you buy everything you need and everything you see worldwide you can find good stuff like brands from other countries and local organic food mm. i know i know that here That's a plus because everything is very organic. You can find a lot of things in the area, and it's very cheap. With less than one hundred and fifty, my friend, you can make it for a whole month, believe.
0: So one hundred and fifty. We're talking about American U.S. dollars, right?
1: Correct, U.S. dollars. You can get everything you need, basics, uh, everything you may want to do to use in a kitchen to do any kind of food you would like. It doesn't matter if you're Dominican, if you're Italian, if you're American, European, you mix everything you would like to do. And with less than 150, I think it's, it's, that's, a, that's a lot even. I mean, 150, we're talking about almost 10,000 10, pesos. Mm. So 10,000 pesos. for In my case, for example, me and my wife, we buy every two weeks, and I do it with uh,
0: $50. Incredible. And, and you eat well, don't you?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, every basic uh, food that we like. In our case, we like uh, basic uh, food from the DR, like plantains, cheese, milk, uh, rice, chicken, things like that. Mm.
0: Bean. You eat a lot of uh, mango or mofongo?
1: Correct, plantains are the main basic. Uh, uh, what kind? Of, well, well, how can we call it? Like Dominicans, we the staple always, food. Correct, we always use plantains wherever, every in, in the three basics food that we have in the day the daily basics. You always gonna see plantains in the morning, mango, on um, on lunch you can do sweet plantains and at night you can get the mofongo or tostones.
0: Oh, I love tostones. With fish it goes well with fish, doesn't it?
1: Oh, oh yeah. Oh man. You put some you put some fish, tostones and a uh, and a gravy on the top is is perfect.
0: Mm, man, delicious. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> it's like lunchtime here and I I want that. I want that badly and it's a hot day today so uh Yeah, I I feel like those island vibes. So we've spoken about the food. Now, getting back to to actual rent. So, you know, a basic apartment. uh, Let's speak about in different parts of of Dominican Republic, because I'm assuming in the capital, uh, Santo Domingo, it could be maybe a bit more, but, you know, maybe in Puerto Plata or in in other sort of um, seaside sort of destinations, it could be more as well. But speak us through that, Julio. Like on rent, you know, if I'm a single person or maybe I'm, with someone i'm with my wife or maybe there's two or three uh, friends together speak us through sort of roughly how much we can spend for a a decent apartment uh, per month
1: per month if you come you will be paying from 500 400 to 1000 unless that you like like the top the top the top of the like on a, a tower with with elevator Mm. That will be something extra, you know, with a pool and the roof that will we're talking about a thousand and five hundred per month. But basic, basic rent, normal rent, like a normal house in a local way. Like, let's say that you come for six months,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you'll find a place even for three hundred dollars,
0: three hundred dollars,
1: three hundred dollars in a normal area, in a normal uh, place, in a good decent place, three hundred dollars. That will be without furniture, just the kitchen, three rooms, one bathroom, even two bathrooms, a nice uh, garage, and a nice area. Now, if you are talking about being in Carreta, for example, that will be a tourist area, so you have beaches around, and 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 and, and prices are a, a, a little bit higher. You will be paying at least for example like $600, six hundred, five hundred, seven hundred. But not more than one thousand, even in the capital. Now, if you need like something extra, like like I mentioned, like a tower or a big apartment in the center, center of the city, that, that's another price. But everything is close here, so my suggestion is go to an area that has what what you really need: twenty four uh, hours of light, basic. Uh, things that you may need to do like for example uh, a concho or uh transit uh transportation public transportation close to you that would be my suggestion not 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 searching for big things but that will be that that depends on your needs that's that's that would be the the main idea but if you go to the north then things are be a bit a bit expensive for okay. so normal normal basic rent is not that much. It's not more than five hundred,
0: but still, I mean, you said three hundred dollars um, for a three-bedroom, potentially one or two bathroom place. So, if three girls want to go there and live there for a year, or three guys, or or whatever, uh, even a small family, a couple with a child, they can. I mean, that's a hundred dollars a head per person per month for for their accommodation. Yeah.
1: No 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 uh, I'm talking about uh, the whole area it doesn't matter if 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 it's 5 or 4 300 in a normal place will be for three bedrooms two bathrooms a nice living room and nice kitchen a garage but yeah. that will that, that depends on the area too of course the main the main price the main average will be from 300 to 500
0: but still i mean even if it was say up to 500 i mean Three people, when they divide this, uh, this total by three, they're only going to be paying one hundred to one hundred and fifty dollars each. Each, you see what I mean? Like oh, if if correct. three people come, I mean that's that's not bad at all. So for people that want to go there for humanitarian work or or just live there, sample the life for a year or two, they can live for the whole year for like for their accommodation for maybe a couple of thousand, you know, two thousand US dollars per year, uh, a year. per year, which is incredible. I mean, people pay that on a two week holiday. That's correct. And if you
1: go to Airbnb, for example, and you find a few places, I mean, if you search, you're going to see the type of apartments that they are, the, the details, the paint, the the, the the locations. In Airbnb, you're going to find them per day a little bit uh, expensive because, you know, Airbnb charges you for a day. But even in Airbnb, it's very cheap mm. Compare, compared to other Cities or other countries, yes. In Airbnb, you can find a room for for a couple for twenty five dollars or 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 thirty dollars a night. Yeah, so that will be in Airbnb. But if you go directly with the real, with the broker or the owner, you're gonna pay less than five hundred. And let me tell you, it will be a good, good, good place, perfect place.
0: Fantastic! Nice. It's great to know this. What about uh when it comes to the amenities like um obviously it's a hot country we'll talk a little bit about the weather in a minute but you know many people especially foreigners relocating to the DR are going to have to get used to the to the hot weather so things like air conditioning uh having clean water uh maybe they want hot water for 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 a shower even though I mean I when I was in Dominican Republic I didn't have one hot shower I didn't need it you know you want to cool down but how much would you pay per month for the amenities such as air conditioning, clean water hot water and and so on and and the, and the internet and and things like that
1: altogether I'll, I'll say like less than 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 eighty dollars
0: okay okay it's reasonable
1: i mean I mean if you have like a ten megabytes internet, and let me tell you the internet here is very good there is a lot of companies that has employees working from home overseas companies so here the internet is known for being a good internet so 10 megabytes per month will be like from 2,000 or 2,500 we're talking about uh like 50 dollars and the rest will be like 30 dollars like the light and water will be only 30 dollars so 40 plus 30 or 40 plus 40 less than 80 or the top maximum will be 80 or maybe 90 That depends, too, on the lighting that you consume every day, basics. For example, if you have an air conditioner every day on, that will be expensive, expensive, expensive. But if you're just using your daily basis, like the fridge, maybe uh, the air conditioner for a few hours, and at the, end, uh, the rest of the amenities that you, ha- you have on your house, then will be less than $80 per month
0: it's pretty reasonable very reasonable yeah. um yeah. so i mean it seems like the internet is actually probably one of the more expensive things out of all of them but again <laughs> that doesn't surprise me because it's it's going that way uh, in a lot of parts of the world could you speak us a little bit through the the water situation because i know when i was in the dominican republic uh just to make this clear to people you can't drink water from the tap at least not well not not in the places i was staying um because you know you can get quite unwell um so many people buy the water in sort of quite large cylinders uh holding the stuff and maybe you buy a couple of weeks depending on how big your family is and so on so could you just speak us a little bit about that julio about the water situation
1: that's right uh back in the days we have a few issues with the water but like it's not like bad water in a way that you're gonna see it like dirty but the components on the water are not good so Dominicans, what we do, as you mentioned, we buy cylinders. Or the the some our uh, architectural and engineers, what they're doing now, they are adding bigger filter to the apartments. So when the the buyer goes, they just have everything all there together. But a normal a local Dominican will not have a issue uh, taking a shower with with that water or washing their dishes. Only when they drink it. It's not a suggestion to do it. A few people may do it. A few people just boil the water from the from the from the pump. But a normal Dominican person that will will have a water in, in their fridge, they will call to the supermarket. We call it Colmado. So we call the Colmado and a delivery guy will bring the cylinder. There's a few companies selling those cylinders. The price, for example, for a cylinder, a cylinder will be a dollar. So you just give them the cylinder, the empty cylinder that you have, and they will bring you a, uh, a brand new one. So those companies, they do all the process to have the uh, the best water possible. So they distribute that water on the colmados and big supermarkets. So you have two options. Where you live, around you live, you call the colmado, or you go to the supermarket and change your cylinder. But this is not an issue right now. Same as the light. Back in the days, like 10 years ago, it was a big issue. But right now, for example, lighting is 24-7. And the water is, the while the time goes by, is getting better and better. Even though we have an issue worldwide with the water, you know, water is a main... Uh, Mineral that we need, all humans need. Of course. But right now, right now, it's not like the big a big a big problem because uh, recently they've been doing some some constructions on on the water field. So right now, it's not like a big big problem. But at the end of the day, it's not good enough to take it from the from the plant. It's always good to buy it from the colmado but it's cheap i mean you buy a cylinder of water and you can be with that like for a week depends on on the how many people are in the in the apartment or the or the house
0: fantastic so it's it's not something to worry about it's just something to be aware about um so that, so, that, so it's good correct. for people to know that
1: correct people i i have customers that the main issue is the mosquitoes and the water so they they come with that in mind so they think they're going to be oh it's going to be bad i, I let me bring some couple of uh, bottles of water, but it's not like that. I mean, you can find those bottles of waters everywhere here, and it's not like the big deal to be sick or something. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, let me tell you, some people come, but the changing on the process of the weather and everything, they might have uh, on the, the first day, only the first day, a bit of diarrhea, but it's because of the changing on the. Maybe the weather, maybe the food that they're trying to for the first time. But that's normal, you know. But my suggestion is not to be worried when they come, because that's a main issue when they come. They think, oh, the water there is not good. Uh, I'm going to have a problem. No, it's, it's not like that.
0: How do people sort of generally adapt to the hot weather? Because it is really hot. I mean, I think, like, every day is basically, like, in the 30s, sometimes 34, 35, and more uh, Celsius. So, I mean, ha- in your experience, Julio, how how do the 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 tourists who go to live there, or even vacate for a little bit? I mean, how how do they adapt to the weather? They
1: take like a process, maybe a week, but the weather here is is uh, is huge when you come at the first time mm. because mm. you're not you're not used to that. You have to adapt, but it's not like a big deal. In our case, you know, as Dominicans, we grew up here. So, here, like you mentioned, is always uh, the sun is always out. Other countries might not happen like that, but the sun is always out. So, we just get used to that from the time time to time. But, for beginners, when they come, they adapt themselves. I've seen that in the process, maybe a few days. And I know it's hard, it's hard to do it because when you come from an area that is like 20, Nineteen, eighteen, even ten, and then you come suddenly to have like thirty three. <laughs>
0: it's it's yeah. a big change. <laughs> it's a big change indeed. Yeah, massive. But change. The, when they
1: when they came, they just came maybe a little bit adapted. They come. I I saw them coming with uh, shorts and short t shirts. So I think they adapt real quick. Mm. And they and they have the they have the opportunity of being in places with air conditioner at the very beginning. I don't know if that happened to you, but I suggest foreign foreign people to come when they come to be in an air conditioner area for the few for the first at least for the first three four five days maybe a week, so they can adapt to the process. But if you come directly to a place without air conditioner, you know they they have twenty four hours so. Maybe the first eight hours you're going to have it, but the rest, when the sun is going down in the afternoon, maybe you're going to feel a little bit, you know, the weather will be hot in your body. But if you have an air conditioner, where you are going? My suggestion is to turn it on in the afternoon. So at night, the temperature goes down and you get back to normal. In you you got you have to get used to that for the first four days five days and then you you're not gonna see the difference. Yeah, have you seen have you seen Dominicans with jeans when you came?
0: Yeah, I did. Everyone, in fact, you can you can tell <laughs> quite quite easily. You can tell the who the people are from outside the island because they're all wearing you know like the the typical yeah. gringo sort of for, uh, foreigner flip flops and shorts and, and and the dominicans are just like what the heck you know what's wrong uh and yeah, like you said they're they're in their denim jeans and their t-shirts and it's like what the what what is going on here but you you've adapted you're used to it
1: yes long, lee- long sleeves jeans big boots you you guys when you guys come and you see us you say what's going on this is crazy how can you ad- how can you adapt to that
0: yeah yeah and then
1: we we'd, we'd say about people that come what well, why are you using th- those uh, flip-flops what, what what's going on <laughs> <laughs> it's funny
0: but stuff it, it is yes it's it's uh it's interesting as well because when i came i didn't go into an air-conditioned place at all and uh it was quite a big sort of adaptation for me i was there, i was actually there for just under seven weeks um sort of getting involved in a little bit of humanitarian work and and other things and uh yeah it, i had no air conditioning so that was that was tough but i think when I go back, yeah, I'm going to have air conditioning because, it, like you said, it just gives your, your body the opportunity to cool down a little bit for those later hours in the day into the night and then you're ready to to hit the next day sort of fresh again. But, uh, you know, going back to the food bit, I, I wanted to go back to the food bit. We've chatted about the sort of $200 um, uh, for the food sort of every month, which is very reasonable. Well, I think you even said less than that, didn't you? But
1: Yes, yeah, correct, less than that. Less- even, even even Maybe even 150 uh,
0: 150- 150 but going back now so we've chatted about the food you know in in the house you know the kind of food that we we home cook food and so on keeping our ourselves or our family going on an everyday basis what if now julio i'm there living there on the island and i want to go to a restaurant tell us what a normal budget would be for dinner
1: well my friend let me tell you is is very reasonable it's very cheap i mean with Less than $20, you can have an amazing uh, menu. For example, you can have frappes, coffees, juices, smoothies, cocktails, anything you may like. I mean, things that you will only find in a restaurant. You can have it for less per person, less than $20. I'm talking about good restaurants. I mean, restaurants that you'll find uh, international food, like American food, Chinese, any type of food with less than $20, you can make it. At least, unless you buy like a wine, a bottle of wine, then you're going to get charged like $35. But basic restaurant, normal restaurant, Less than $20. Now, I'm talking about uh, the, the coolest and the, and the best restaurants in the area. But if you go to a normal place, like a local restaurant normal on, on the road, you'll be paying less than $10. That's for sure.
0: This is per person, right? For one person?
1: Per, per person, correct. And that includes the, the, the drinks. But, I'm, but, but like I say, I'm talking about good stuff, good, good menus. Uh, the, the kind of menu that you're not going to find in your house. Fantastic. Okay. Things that, that you will say, okay, now uh, today I deserve uh, an omelette, a nice one. Let me go to the restaurant with a nice uh, juice and a smoothie. That will be less, less than $20.
0: Fantastic. Okay. Well, that's that's reasonable because I think I know when I was on the island, I was eating out pretty much every other day. Uh, you know, we did some home cooked stuff, of course, but when you're there, even for a longer period of time, you still want to sample the the restaurants and the cafes and so on. And um, for many foreigners wanting to relocate to the island, obviously, one of the draws of Dominican Republic is that it is cheaper to to live there in general than it is their own country. So they want to take advantage and enjoy these things. Um, so, again, for the for the listeners uh, here today, this is what Julio has has told us. You know, you can eat out uh Pretty much every day, if you want, for very reasonable prices, and it's good food. It's fresh juices. Uh, I remember that myself. Beautiful, fresh uh, um, fruits that are native to the island, even, uh, and it's very healthy and and it's 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 good stuff. Good lifestyle. What about another concern of people wanting to relocate, um, and that is healthcare and the hospital system for foreigners? How, how is that, Julio? Could you speak us through it?
1: Yeah, here uh, the health uh, health institutions are good. I mean, you can pay a monthly payment for an insurance. It's a must to have it because if you don't have it, then it's going to be more expensive. But an an insurance, you can, for example, you can pay every month less than $40. And that includes the fact that you can go there and they will take care of you if you have an emergency. And the the institutions, I mean, the the hospitals, public hospitals, are not the the best ones. They give you basic consultations. But my suggestion is to use the the private ones. We have a few ones, and the resolutions on their process is very good. You go there, you see the doctor, they have a secretary. Mm-hmm. And depending on your needs, for example, if you have to go to a type of condition doctor, you, you're going to find it. And you know what we are famous for? For the dentists. People come from around the world. They do the dent- their dentists in the best way possible with the all all the technology possible. You can find every little thing that you may think that we don't have here in those areas. Even in the... People that comes to do some uh, surgery, you know when you when you transform your body, people come to do that too. But let me tell you that it's not like a problem. We have a system, an 9 eleven system. we don't used to have it. now you call 9 eleven and an ambulance will come. They will check you with all the with all the process. And if they see that you are in an emergency, you'll, they'll take you there without cost. So the government is providing that. But in in, in in words of feeling comfortable to go to a place where you get the right doctor, we have all type of uh, clinics. There are a few ones, big ones, that people use. But my suggestion, if you come for more than three months, even a month, try to have uh, international insurance, you can buy that here. It's not that that expensive. It's very cheap. You might be paying like maybe for for that month $200 and you get the basic uh, cover. For example, if you have an emergency, that insurance will cover 80% of the cost.
0: Okay, that's reasonable. And that's good to know again because... I think people would wonder, do I buy the medical insurance at home? You know, whether that's in the, in England, in Belgium, France, the USA, you know, do I buy it here in my own country or do I buy it there? So you're saying, Julio, that you can buy good insurance, uh, medical insurance in the Dominican Republic itself.
1: Correct. Correct. It's 100 percent better that you buy it here because because at the end of the day, it's going to be way cheaper than England or. Poland or the States, way cheap. You okay. just come here and you convert your money for fifty a pesos, for example. If that insurance costs you two hundred dollars or one hundred and fifty, or everything you buy in the restaurants or every or, or every rent you may need fifty a per per the dollars, and that's gonna give you the pesos.
0: Fantastic, very reasonable.
1: Correct, Correct. or if you want to know how much dollars it is. If the, the, the insurance mentioned, okay, you have, now you have to pay 10,000 uh, pesos, Dominican pesos, you divide that between 58 pesos and that's going to give you American dollars. And you know that we use the dollars because we are so close to the States. So we ref, we reflect their economy down here in the island. That's why we use uh, American dollars.
0: Yeah. Do- dollars are, uh, are accepted in quite a few places, aren't they, if I recall correctly? Yeah,
1: yeah. Yes, correct. For example, when you come to the airport and you want to buy anything you would like to buy, they will charge you on dollars. Any airport in the island.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so another thing good to know for our American listeners, Julio. Let's get to the safety again for for both men and women, uh, foreigners who who go there. Um, how is it? Can people feel safe when they're on the island?
1: It's, it is. Uh, I must say that overall. Comparing to other places, it is safe. But it will depend on where you're going to live. And it will depend on what kind of advice you get. As a local, I always give a customer some tips. My suggestion is to find uh, the expertise person to tell them what to do, how to do it, and when to do it. What I mean with that, what I mean is, if you come, try to get the 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 more the more uh, details that you that you can, and don't get the one word. Always find different opinions. Mm-hmm. That would be that will be my suggestion. But in a safety way, you know, as everywhere, you're gonna find people that will do some bad things. You know. That's normal, every, every in an in everyday basic worldwide. But but here, it's not like a big deal. You if you have a car, or if you have a way to to move around, don't be too late walking around. That will be the best thing to not be robbed by anyone. In my case, I've been here in my country for many years. I, I don't have I I have had the first experience with a guy that has been like trying to get my phone or something that happened here. If you are not quite focused, people will be around you. They will be chasing you. And then when they see the opportunity, they will get your stuff. Of course. But, but it's not normal. Like it's not like every day you're going to find people doing that. Maybe in, 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 depends on the area. Maybe like if you go early, early morning, like seven a m there will be people in motorcycles trying to be around watching especially the w- woman with their with their pores with their with their back on the hand they will pass out around you and they will take your stuff, but that will be not like a non normal like every day that happens only in some residentials where you're gonna find like not too many people around yeah so they so they do that at seven six a m when people go out and work, but that's not normal. That, that will be the most that you're going to hear in a security way. Okay. But like, for example, having a robber in a bank, things like that, or in your house. Yeah. You're going to hear that, but not like every day. Like maybe in a month you're going to hear in a city, Oh, someone, someone did something in the bank. Someone did something in the house, but it, it's not like a normal basic thing. The only situation on that will be the guys with the motorcycles they will be getting your stuff yeah if you're if you're not uh, ready and if you are walking around alone and i guess that happens every everywhere
0: yeah yeah i actually have my own story about uh, about that um well a couple of things actually um and it's good to ask a local because i i, I believe it is a true island uh, A true island what am i talking about a safe island um and you know despite Some of the experiences I had, I mean, I know when I was there, it it was quite funny. I was sort of involved in some humanitarian work and I was staying with a local in his um, sort of very humble place in Santiago. And uh, (laughs) I was dressed in a suit. So it's funny how you were talking about the locals uh, dressed in denim and so on. So I was in like a a suit with a blazer, shirt, tie, everything. And I was walking. I left his house. It was in daylight, maybe two, three o'clock. I don't know. Uh, and I'm just walking around the residential areas and, you know, there's these families like sitting on the, you know, liming on their doorsteps, just staring at me like, 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 like you know, cause it's, I stood out, right. I mean, I, not only do I look different, but I was in a suit, so they obviously <laughs> knew I was there for something else, but I was safe, obviously. I mean, I'm, I'm here to tell the story, but I, I later told a few people and they said, you're crazy. Like what, what the heck are you doing? But nothing happened to me. I just got stared at, right. Cause I was walking around, you know, uh, probably like the only white person in in hundreds of people and i but i got i got a lot of nice you know nice looks as well um they probably just thought i was a businessman or maybe they realized i was there for humanitarian work i don't know but uh, I, again i'm telling this story because i i felt i i i felt safe uh, despite what other people uh said to me and you know bad things do happen anywhere uh, anywhere and, and everywhere and um when i was there i was in santo domingo uh, on a main road, and you know you spoke about the mopeds, the only thing I would say again as just a tourist, I was there with a few people, and I was there with uh a couple very, very sort of white sort of blonde couple um really lovely people but they're, they 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 were sort of you know just started to to date uh and they were obviously uh exchanging some expressions of affection, should we say. <laughs> got to keep it family friendly this podcast but um, yeah they were distracted and um, guys came up on the moped and basically you know they they did mug them unfortunately but you know again these things happen anywhere Uh, they can happen in the US in England in Holland you know everywhere so it's just good to get your opinion Julio uh, as a local you've lived there your whole life and and you're confirming that it is a safe place there's nothing to worry about just common sense approach and you know, we're going to be fine uh, for those of us who are worried about anything. So just common sense approach, like anywhere, nothing crazy to be, to be worried about, but but speaking, speaking again about, you know, know, we spoke spoke a little bit about these mopeds and so on transportation. Again, that's another major sort of factor of people um, wanting to relocate. They start thinking, well, how am I going to get, get around now? There's something called a guagua. Could you explain what the, the guagua is? And again, What would you recommend out of using guagua, maybe a moped, hiring a car? What would you recommend for someone uh, wanting to relocate, Julio?
1: A guagua is a bus. We call it in a local way guagua. You pay like 20 pesos, 30 pesos, half half of a dollar. And depending on the road that you are, you just go out, you stay there, and you do some signing with your hands. They're going to stop. And they're gonna take you from point A to point B. That would be the Guagua transportation. But we we have taxi drivers too. For example, if you call a company, and you give them your your address, then they're gonna go, they're gonna get there, and they will charge you like five dollars or seven dollars, depending. That 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 depends on the distance, right? And we. Have Uber too and in-driver. If you have those app, for example, if you are in the airport, you're gonna see taxi drivers cert- certified for the airport by the by the airport, and they will charge you from point A to point B from around ten to twenty dollars. So that depends on the distance. The most that will that they will charge you will be thirty dollars. But that, that has to be too far to the, for them to charge you that now if you come my suggestion is if you come for a month 20 days rent a car why it's cheap a car here a good one would be forty dollars a day I mean that depends on who you're renting who you rented to for example there's a uh, rent cars that charge you sixty dollars. And that depends on the brand of the car. If you want like a brand, brand new car to be rent, a fancy one, that will be 60 65 70 for sure. But if you want like a normal one, like a Hyundai, Kia, or maybe a Honda, small one, SUV, you're going to find that for from 20 to $30 a day. Now, if you come for a year, my suggestion is to rent a car for 20 days, maybe less, and then find a car to buy because if you're going to be here for a year you can get a car i mean not that cheap maybe but it will be it will be quite reasonable if you get a car for example a nice one 2015 let's say that you're going to pay 300,000 pesos or 400,000 pesos Maybe let's say five hundred per five hundred thousand. If we say five hundred thousand between fifty eight, we're talking about eight thousand dollars. But at the same time, you can get that car, and once you go, once you want, once you are ready to leave from the country, from the island, then you're gonna sell it fast and easy. For how much? maybe 7000 and people will get get it from your hand fast i mean it's a good investment because at the end at the end of the day you're going to get your money back maybe a little bit less because you uh, you want you want to sell it right away but it's a good thing to do because if you want to be if you want to be here for a year it is it is better for you to have a car okay and and the gas the the gas is not that expensive even though we we know it's expensive but at the end of the day you put some gas, like let's say uh, fifty dollars, and you can spend with that amount of money like ten days, fifteen days, depending on on the distance that you, the the, the timing that you use your car. But with fifty dollars, uh, every fifteen days, you can go around so many places, and you're gonna have a nice car, cheap gas for the whole year. Now, if you come for a month or you take a uber or you rent a car but transportation here is not an issue okay. i mean you can even you can even take the big buses big ones like greyhound i don't know if you know which ones are the greyhound
0: i, I think i use one of those once
1: for example the, the those ones if you are in santiago and you want to go to the capital you take a taxi for 200 pesos they will take you to that, to that place where they have the biggest bus and with 400 pesos, let's say $10, you can move from one big city to another big city. In my case, I have a car, but sometimes I don't want to drive that much. I just put my car in the parking lot of their company. I take the bus. And when I get to the capital, I use the metro, the, 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 the train transportation. And that helps me a lot. And at the same time, I, I, I do some sleep on the road from Santiago to Santo Domingo for maybe two hours. And maybe I read some magazine, so it's good to 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 do it because you're not spending that much time on the wheel, uh, on 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 the road. You rest a little bit, and at the same time, you don't pay that much of of gas. You just pay ten dollars, and you get the bus. And the metro train station is cheap there. It will be like uh like a dollar and a half per per point A to point B. So uh, at the end of the day, transportation here is not a it's not a big issue. Okay. You just have to make sure to buy the right car. Depends on your need. If you wanna be like going to the mountains and all that, then you have to get a four by four. Because the road here are good, but once you go to the campo, like the country, like the farmers and all that, then the roads are going to change. Yeah. And then you gotta you to you need a four by four to go to the rivers, past the rivers. That depends on where you're going. But if you go like a normal city like Santiago, Puerto Plata, uh, Santo Domingo, Punta Cana, the roads are good. I mean, not not every every I mean you're gonna find some holes. That's an issue here on the road. <laughs> I so, remember.
0: <laughs> I remember. Yeah,
1: with transportation here, you're gonna find like two kilometers kilometers a uh, good road and then you're gonna find a hole. So make sure to buy a good car for those holes. And, but if you want to be like in the city, only in the city, you can have a SUV normal one going slow, like from 50 to 80, maybe a hundred depends when you get to know the road. But basically it's not an issue. I think transportation here is very cheap. Cars are very cheap. Taxes are very cheap. Especially if you come for a, a, for a year, let's say that you come for a year. You can make it with, with a car, a good one, and sell and get it getting your money back. You can make it for less less than twelve hundred dollars.
0: Exactly, plus plus the the gas, of course. Um, Correct. And other things, yeah, it's not bad. So I mean, and you- at the end of the sorry to interrupt. No, no, at the it. end of the day, you're
1: gonna get back your money. I mean, you're gonna go, you're gonna get your money back. I have a friend. He buy a Hyundai. He buy it for five hundred, a 2014 one. He had to move to the states. Guess what? He sell it for the same price and he get his money back.
0: Fantastic. And just on that point for someone thinking, okay, I want to come for a year or two. I want to do this idea, buy a car, sell it. Like, let's say you, you need to go on, I don't know, August the first, that's, that's the date that that you're leaving the, the Island. When would you put the car for sale? Like you said, you can sell it fast, like two weeks, a month. Like how, how long do you think someone needs to sell their car?
1: Maybe two months ahead.
0: Okay, two months. And,
1: and let me and let me tell you, there's a few options to do it. I mean, you have Facebook groups, Craigslist. You can even uh, put that on your WhatsApp uh, status. People will notice. You have to talk to the right person.
0: Of course. Even
1: you can even go to a retail uh, car seller, and you talk to him. And you and you. Tell him, listen. Uh, I have this car. Let me put your my car here in your place. I'll give it to you. The price car right now is eight thousand. I'll give it to you for seven thousand. Try to sell it, and you get a thousand. And you're gonna put that car on that place in a parking lot. And people, will, customers that they that he has, so that's what he do, right? So he's gonna talk to the right people. They are connect all of them. So what they do? They just send pictures to their connections. And if he doesn't have the customer, another person, a friend of him that is doing the same thing is gonna have it. So at the end of the day, he's gonna sell it quick. It's yeah. gonna be sell quick.
0: Yeah, so it's nothing I like that idea as well because it's it's obviously going to save a lot of money and give people the flexibility that they need when they're there. I would just add to that. I know that when I was there, I was using sort of I was jumping on the back of like people's mopeds without a helmet. And I would just like to give my my own bit of advice as a as a foreigner if I can that if 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 any of you guys are going to do that and jump on it the, because there's tons of mopeds everywhere and you can jump on as well oh, for yeah. like fifty cents correct. or whatever it is, but just try and bring a helmet or buy one when you're out there because I wasn't using a helmet and looking back it was pretty stupid of me, so I would just say use a helmet on those mopeds. Correct,
1: correct, correct. Some of them they they use mop uh, the helmet. The helmets. Some of them they don't they don't use it. But the normal thing is that the the passenger in the back they don't use it. That's a, that's exactly. a normal
0: hit. Yeah. But I've seen whole families, way, man. Whole families on mopeds, like four or five correct. people without help. And I'm correct. like, what the actual hell am I seeing?
1: Correct. The best way, if you come and you're going to use uh, motorcycles, like we call them conscious, then bring a helmet. And be ready to not spend any money because those guys, they charge you like 30 pesos, 50 pesos. That would be less than a dollar. Yeah. But that, yeah. Will, that depends on the the places that you will be and the places you want to visit. But in every corner, everywhere, you're going to find uh, stops, of motor conscious stops. So they're going to have a a reflect uh, shirt with some kind of number in the back. You're going to identify them real quick. You just have to tell them, listen, I'm going to X place and they're going to take you there. Be ready to be uh, be a, scare, a bit scared because they move fast. I know you know that they move fast,
0: <laughs> very very fast. <laughs> so you have to hold why, on to dear life.
1: Correct. That's why you need a helmet. And don't worry, they know what they're doing. They know. I mean, if you come at the very beginning, that's gonna be a, a big deal for you because you're not used to that. But once you go within like four or five times, you're gonna see that it's very normal.
0: Yeah. Well i think we've chatted a lot about you know the basics we've chatted about accommodation we've chatted about you know food and groceries going out for you know to restaurants and so on transportation adapting to hot weather air conditioning you know internet amenities and so on so you've really helped us uh, julio like um get the mindset of how to live uh, like a local would live in your beautiful island of, of dominican republic so We're going to do many other episodes. Uh, Perhaps the next one we could do is, you know, maybe on the cultural history, the rich cultural history about Dominican Republic. And then we can go on to to discuss other things as well. But this is a great place uh, that we've started at. And just before finishing, could I maybe ask you uh, just to give a very quick uh, top three or four recommendations of places to visit in the Dominican Republic? Uh, Actually,
1: there's a few, but I'm going to give you three. Uh, go to the main city, I mean, the colonial area, you're going to find a lot of history, not only about the country, but the island, the island, the whole island, like Haiti and the DR. That will be a must to do. A few You're going to see a few museums there, of course, to know the culture. The second uh, on the list will be any beach. I mean, the DR have so many beautiful beaches around. Even if you go to the south, Or the east or the north, you're going to find nice blue crystal water. People, uh, this island is known by Punta Cana, but that will be the tourist, tourist area. You're going to find big hotels and all that. But if you come to the north, you're going to find good ones too. And very accessible if you are in Santiago. We are like an hour and a half from Puerto Plata. Mm -hmm. So there's, there's a few good beaches around too to see. And including the Bacardi Island, Uh, I would like to for your listeners to search on that on Google. Bacardi Island is known back in the days. uh, Germans, I guess, they they add that name to the island, to the small piece of island in the island. It's like a Cayo. I don't know if you know what I'm saying, what I'm talking about. It it would be like a piece of land offshore the island. So that would be a good place to go. Any beach or that Cayo or that little island. And the third place or, or the third, third thing to do is the river. And there's one called 27 uh, Charcos. That is a, it is a 27 waterfalls. That's the name in English. 27 waterfalls. So what do you do there? You do three things. You go there. You hike. You can use uh, bo- boogies to go around, and once you hike on top of the twenty-seven, you go you come down, jumping those twenty-seven one by one, and you're gonna find uh, natural sliding waters made by stones by the time. Oh man, it's amazing! Yeah. You go there. You come down one by one. I don't know if you get there when you came.
0: I didn't. I didn't. But my, my friend did. And yeah, it's bringing back memories because I just saw some of the photos and it was it was truly beautiful.
1: It's beautiful. I mean, it's very natural. It's all made not in a natural way. I mean, uh, I'm, the men never touch anything there. Only a few woods so you can hang on and go in. I mean, go up. And now they have... I don't know how to say that in English. Those ropes that you hanging out on the air and you go from point A to point B,
0: like a zip line.
1: Zip line, there you go. So now they add zip lines. Now we, the the experience is way better. Back in the days, they only they only have the hiking process and then coming coming down. Now they have the zip lines and the boogies. And If you go if you go the boogies, you got to go you got to go there for a whole day because so many things to do. At the end, you're gonna be a bit of but it's gonna it's gonna be worth it. It's like a theme natural park. You're gonna find one of those in 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 the Punta Cana area, but I like this one better because of the nature. You don't see any anything artificial. Everything you see, the only thing that you're gonna find there will be the boogie cars. But the rest that is not natural, the rest is natural. You just go walk, enjoy the weather, enjoy the view. You exercise yourself because it's a good exercise. And then you take those waterfalls one by one. So once again, number one, any beach you find. I mean, number one, the, the Santo Domingo colonial area. You can put it on the, on the number two. Depends on your likes. Number one, number two, the cultural experience, knowing the, 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 the Santo Domingo colonial area. So you know what is what they are about. Number two, any beach area, north or the south or the east. Number three, the waterfalls. That would be my top three suggestions
0: to go. Fantastic. Thanks for that, man. Julio, where can uh, the guests find you on social media or elsewhere? Because you're a great point of contact uh, in the island. Um, And you've got, obviously, you're a businessman. uh, You run many different businesses in real estate and so on. So people listening might want to relocate and and maybe get your advice uh, and make a, a business connection with you. So where can... Uh, people find you and if you tell us I can leave it in the show notes for people to find as well
1: Uh, I have a few Instagram's webs websites uh, add JDP solutions that uh, add add JDP solutions add do what locals do DR and add JDP Immobiliaria fantastic immobiliaria, Immobiliaria in Spanish will be real estate JDP Immobiliaria
0: okay Well, what I'll do, uh, Julio, is I'll get those uh, details from you written down and I'll leave them in the show notes. So all of the listeners uh, that are here today, if you want to find Julio and contact him, you can check the show notes uh, for his details and he'll be a great point of contact on the island. So, Julio, it's been an absolute pleasure, man. Thanks for all the amazing information on Dominican Republic, all of your great advice. And uh, you've put our minds at ease for those wanting to relocate. it can be done. And not just cheaply, but in a, in a great way with, uh, with a lot to, to look forward to, nothing to worry about. It's easier than many people probably suspect it would be. So, Julio, thanks a lot, man.
1: Thanks to you, my friend. You know, it's always a pleasure. My suggestion is always for people that listen to you, come here, enjoy the area, find different uh, uh, details, different uh, opinions, and then do your own uh, decisions. But overall, this is a great place to be. It's not that uh, expensive; it's very cheap. And if you come to do some humanitarian work like you did, they're gonna love it because there's so many people to know and things to do. Especially when you are in an island, it's, it's small, a small place, and you get easily everywhere you want to go, like north, south, east. And thanks a lot, my friend. Any of your listeners. If they want any advice, we don't have to charge for that. Any advice, any suggestion, any questions, they just have to reach out or through you or through my uh, websites. I mean, the Instagrams. Thanks, man. It's always a pleasure. Thank you so much for your time. eh?
0: Thank you. My guest today was Julio Diaz from Santiago, Dominican Republic. An ever growing community of people are having a love affair with DR and i'm sure julio has helped you with some great advice there please do check out his social pages as he's a great point of contact on the island i'm sure you can tell lovely guy very helpful very very knowledgeable he can help you with all of your needs and uh, we're going to have many more episodes in a series that we're going to do on the dominican republic with more great advice about relocating there and for others already on the island and maybe even for those who want to invest and other other uh, opportunities in real estate and so on julio is your man well if you've enjoyed today's episode please do share it with a family member or friend who you think would get something out of it and if you haven't already please do consider leaving us a review on apple podcasts and give us a follow on spotify as well as it does help the show reach even more people thanks for tuning in today again my name is nate ralph and you've been listening to another episode of the inquisitive tourist